Hello and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show. Coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today, our special guest, our medical doctor and Kansas State House Representative, Dr. Ron Bryce, and co-founder of Coffeeville Coffee Company, Lydia Bryce, and their daughter, Brooke Baker. Our co-hosts today are Marcella Woodall, Mondo De La Vega, and I'm Ricky Baker. And now, live from Gray Street at Morningside, USA, here are your hosts, Pastors Jim and Lori Baker. <laughs> Thank you, Ricky Baker, and welcome everyone to yes. Gray Street. Hi there. I have a wonderful show today. I'm we glad do. you're all here because Exciting. this is the family show. Yeah. And we have Dr. Ron Bryce, who is currently serving in the Kansas State House of Representatives yeah. with us. Yeah. Welcome, Doctor. Thank you. So happy to have you here. This is my family, and this is Ricky's father, father and mother-in-law. And, <laughs> and his wife is with us, Brooke, and his two children. And there he is, right there, applauding. Give me a shot there of, of little Luke Baker. Yeah. This is Luke Orson. His middle name is Orson. <laughs> That's my middle name, which I never used in my life. And I was so shocked. Why did you decide to call this boy Luke? So Luke, you know, up until right before we had Luke, we were really debating on what to name him. And we had a few uh, names that we really liked. And honestly, I had a dream and I felt like the Lord told me his name is Luke. Because yeah. I kept asking the Lord, what's his name? What's his name? And I felt the Lord tell me, you know, his name is Luke. And um, nobody had used the name Orson yet. And no. we loved that name. Aww. So he's Luke Orson. I was Aww. named after Orson Welles, <laughs> <laughs> who was a great actor in those, those days. And Ricky, did you have a part in naming this boy? I, I'll say I didn't have a part in using that name. I'll be honest with you. I wanted to name him Theodore. Oh, <laughs> hey, mom, mom, hey, mom wins. When they were going through mom a name, wins. Like, but right. you know what? Luke fits him so well. Yes. The name Luke fits him so well. Oh, it's sweet. Yes. Well, is, is it a Bible name? Is that the reason? Yes, Luke the physician in the Bible, and his grandfather is a physician. Aww. And then Orson, it's your, it's your middle name as well. So I it fits well. That. So this is the first time that Dr. Ron Bryce, Dr. We're so happy to have you here. He's not only a doctor, but you're also in, can I say, politics? Yeah. You know, it's, thank you very much. It's very awkward for me to think of myself as a politician, honestly, yeah. <laughs> because of the reputation some have. But uh, yes, uh, I've been blessed to be a politician and a state representative for the last 12 months in so Kansas. You're in the Kansas State House wow. of Representatives? That's that correct. Right? Wow. That's correct. That's awesome. It's been a what blessing. What in the world? It, how could you go from... Well, and, and you're still a doctor. Still course, a doctor. And uh, you, you specialize in what? In family practice and emergency medicine. Emergency. You're, you have several emergency rooms. Right. Right. We, we uh, have two in Dallas that, that I'm working in, and, and we have some ownership in. But I tell you what, for me... Being a doctor, being a, a representative, being a businessman, it's all part of, I've always seen things through a pastor, pastor's eyes and yes. a pastoral calling. I grew up in a pastor's home, and so to me, it's just an extension of ministering to people when you're trying to make their lives better through politics. Yes, amen. And your daughter married my son. Yes, she did. <laughs> I'm sure I was that, there. 
<laughs> you were there. Yes, you were. I gave her away. On the up, right. In the upper room. You're the first ones yeah. to ever be the married here on, on uh, the yeah, upper on the room here. Correct. The yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so w you are an amazing family. And I wish I had several hours because we could talk about your heritage. And uh, we, we, I want to introduce your wife. Lydia. Hi, Lydia. Hi. Aww. Hey, Lydia. <laughs> Lydia has influenced this family a lot because I think Brooke looks a lot like her mother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and this is my granddaughter over here. Jackie. Yeah. And she is, is Jacqueline. really Jacqueline. looks like her grandmother <laughs> <Hi>. also. Jacqueline, <laughs> would you say hi to everybody? <laughs> 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 Jacqueline's going to be a witness for Jesus somehow. Yeah. I don't know if she. Yeah. Amen. That's right. Absolutely. Is there any preacher ladies in your family? Could she oh, end up yeah. preaching the gospel? Oh, yeah. Lydia, yeah. talk to me. Well, my grandmother um, was an intercessor, she was a prayer warrior. And then my mother was um, an anointed musician who ministered from the piano. And people would be healed when she would be playing the piano. Wow. There were, would be healings. You believe and, in healing, and you're a, from a medical family. I believe in healing. Amen. I sure do. Amen. In fact, the Lord healed me this morning. I woke up Thank sick. Whoa. <laughs> Ricky, what college did you go me. to? Uh, to Christ for the Nations in Dallas, Texas. Did, was it a good experience? I loved it. I loved every single minute of it. I'd recommend anyone in that area, uh, if you are looking for something like that for your child or your grandchild, uh, Christ for the Nations is an excellent option. It is. Yeah. So you found something there. Yes, I found a couple things. I found a, a, a greater identity in Christ, and then I found a, a wonderful woman who would eventually become my wife. <laughs> so, Brooke, you were at the college. Were you attending yes. the college? Yes. I... Um, we were actually on the same team together. Ricky was the leader. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he, uh, he deemed me his assistant. So. I spend more time with her. So. <laughs> but Lydia, I, Lydia I, wanted, I, I'm I wanted to talk to Lydia about this. That school, you have some real roots, roots <laughs> in I that do. school, right? Yes, I do. Actually, um, Gordon Lindsay and Frida Lindsay were very, very close to my grandparents, uh, Jack and Mildred Moore, and, and my parents, uh, Don and Anna Jean Price. And um, Gordon wanted my dad to run the school. My dad and Gordon would sit and talk for hours and cast vision about a ministry training institute, a place where people could go for one year and be trained to be missionaries. And um, they, they dreamed it up, and my dad said, well, before I can run the school, I've got to run to Thailand to start a ministry, and when I get back, I'll help you. But the Lord took my dad home uh, to be with him, but my mom continued when she got back from Thailand to minister with the school at Christ for the Nations and, and be part of that school for, from then on until she passed away, but um, for 50 years, I believe, over 50 years. So... Um, my family was very involved in, the, in Christ for the Nations. I attended there. My brother and I both did. And I also met my husband there. Wow. Right. Although okay. he That's wasn't right. a student, right. we met on the campus. No. We were set up on a blind date, and, yeah. and we met there. So, Ron, you went to Christ for the Nations? No, but I, uh, I was in residency uh, in nearby Fort Worth, and we had a mutual friend who was a pastor's wife, and 
she this was before you could look people up on Facebook or <laughs> yes. internet. Yeah. So we had these matchmaker type oh, ladies yeah. in the church sometimes. Oh, of course. And uh, no, anointing sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. they uh, uh, she said, Ron, I want you to meet this young lady and she described Lydia and I thought, What an ideal person. Oh. And she called Lydia and and, and yeah. I guess basically lied about me, said I was a good guy. <laughs> but then we got together on a blind date and I didn't know what she looked like. No. And so I showed up no. at the, she was singing at the 2,000 people there at CFNI church service. And so I showed up and I was the, walked in the back. I was late. I didn't know who she was of these 2,000 people. But we, we found each other. And uh, it was, uh, I, I actually took Lydia and her mother on a date that night. Yeah. So it was really good. Yeah. That's sweet. So, you know. Ricky, you found your wife at Christ for the Nation. Yes. Ron found his wife at Christ for the Nation. <laughs> right. So it's, it's, it's some noise. history here. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's right. It's and a great place. That's right. And the music building at Christ for the Nations now is actually named after after my mom. Mm -hmm. Aww, that's right. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. I, I've got to say this about I I really wanted you to go to Christ for Nation. You picked to go there, but I wanted you to go there. Of all the schools in America that I know of, it's a Christ-centered, Bible-centered. Bible school like none other today and they're holding firm to the foundations of the word of the living God and that's what we need today that's right and Ron boy I got so much to talk about today but you and I met I didn't realize it but you and I met at the dream center right where I had gotten out of prison and Tommy Burnett you know Tommy of course Tommy is my dear friend Yep. And he was building this great center out of the old Queen of Ho Angel Hospital mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And so I went there and fell in love with it. And I said, can I stay? And uh, he said, yes. And he let me move in. So I moved into the Dream Center. And that's where I met Lori. Mm -hmm. And I met you. Right. Why did you come to the Dream Center? You I weren't a street person. <laughs> <laughs> I remember very distinctly meeting you and Lori there. I, I, we were setting up a Christian medical ministry with combining prayer and medical uh, in Shreveport at the time. And I heard about the Dream Center. And so I went to Los Angeles. I met with Tommy and Matthew Barnett and, and their team there. And we wanted to see what we could do because they were doing adopt-a-block outreaches. They yes. were ministering to people, people's physical needs addiction counseling, people out of prison. And I thought, what a grand opportunity to set up something in a large city like Los Angeles where we could uh, combine prayer and medicine together and minister to the whole person. So I started going one weekend a month flying to Los Angeles. I ended up uh, getting my California medical license. I was working in the emergency room in the Los Angeles area. And then I would get up the next at night. I'd get ah. up the next morning, go to the Dream Center, and we set up these mobile medical yeah. clinic and that's where we met you, exactly. you remember me oh yes yes you're, you're iconic <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean i love adopt a block yes yeah. and that's where you and i met and you would be the doctor and i was the preacher yes. and but uh, you know i came out of prison didn't think i'd ever preach again and got there in the inner city and go out and and we'd sweep the streets yeah we would clean people's yeah. yards we would yeah an old grandmas mm -hmm. they couldn't speak english but they loved they were they had jesus in their heart well, a part of your heal a part of jim's 
your healing. Literally, part of it yeah. was these precious. That's right. These precious. Because they didn't know who I was. Of, right, and he would, and they would hug him, and and that that was. I could say they hugged me back to to health, yeah. and it, it was so amazing. And uh, Dr. Bryce was there, and you would treat these people. Right. Well, would you carry a bag, wouldn't well, you, or something? Yeah, well, I had what the doctor's do? bag, yeah. but I also yeah. had, this was back before cell phones, really. We had a yeah. bag oh phone. My God. And so they did a, like a, we call it the medical, Christian medical SWAT team, I guess. Mm -hmm. But they would call on this phone because one of the Adopt-A-Block people found a sick person yeah. that's coughing or needs a medicine refill or something. Wow. So we would jump in the car or we'd walk, and I would examine the patient, write the prescription, and I remember Jim would pray for the for the person wow. in their home. Yeah. And some of them were just in tears. They were so blessed by that. Yeah. And so that, that was kind of our, uh, uh, it's just unusual that we had that connection 25 years ago. Wow. That's wow. Wow. And our children would marry. <laughs> no, yeah. who, who would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought? You know, First of all, who would have thought that? Doesn't God put things together? Yes, yes, Chimp. First of all, who would have thought that we would have married? And, and then <laughs> secondly, who would have thought that God would have us bring all these children into our life mm -hmm. and, and adopt them. And look, and also now we're living in the Ozarks of all places. I had never even been to the Midwest. I didn't know I was from West coast girl or lived on the East coast. And, and then you guys are down in Dallas. These two go to, I remember you and Ricky, Jim, I remember you guys being in your office here at Morningside and you were, you were both looking at colleges to go to for Ricky and you're both discussing, you know, and Ricky said, Christ for the nations. And you said to Ricky, yeah, that's the one. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's the one. And you actually said to Ricky, I was there. I heard it. You said, you're going to find your wife there, Ricky. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. I didn't know. Did I really say that, yeah, Ricky? Yeah, you did tell me that. You did. Wow. You know, I went to North Central Bible College in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. And they used to call it the North Central Bridal College. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sure they call that all, Brides all Bible for the nation. Brides for the nation. But I, yeah. I, I must have, that was a good prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> and here we all are now. That's right. Wow. So how did you, how did you meet Ricky then? Oh, boy. You said, oh, no, you, they're bringing this Mexican boy home to my well, family. <laughs> we, uh, we, we actually have discussed this because we have difference of opinion. <laughs> I, I remember Ricky being at places. I remember him in the background. I, I remember before Rick and Ricky were really dating. Uh, I think we met at a Mexican restaurant. Uh, and I actually went, and I was sick at one point in school, and I went, and my friend drove me to one of the hospitals that uh, Ron was working at the time. It wasn't Ron that treated me, but all the things were connecting uh, the dots. But I think it was that Mexican restaurant somewhere south of Dallas that I initially met Ron. I met I Miss Lydia before that, though. Yeah. Wow. You know, okay, here, world. okay, here's the story. Let me just get, let me help you all out here. Okay. Okay. Here it is. Here comes Ricky home and, um, from school on a break or something. And he goes, you know, I, I met these people. I went over to their house to help them, like mow the yard, yard or something. I go, who, now, who? Yeah, I, I know, guys. I'm about to go there. Hold on. <laughs> okay, so, so I go, oh, he goes, and they had, they had uh, the Seychelles water pitchers. They had the food bucket. <laughs> it's like they had everything from Morningside. I go, well, who are they? He goes, well, their names are Doll and Poppy. 
Hello, Doll and Poppy. I know you're watching right now. <laughs> Guess what? Your son is our, is our special guest today <laughs> on the air. We love you so much. And he told me all about your mom and dad that day. And Ron, and he just said they're the most precious people. And that's really how it all started. I'm like, Okay, that's really interesting. Yeah. They have our water pitchers, they have the food, yeah. they have this, they have the products. Like, who are these people? <laughs> you know, and, that was Lori, amazing. Do you know that one of the reasons I think Brooke took Ricky, not, not only were they friends and yes. co-workers, right. but Doll and Poppy had an issue with a, a TV or something, and Brooke said, I have someone that can fix that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's she took right. Ricky over, right. and Ricky like, fixed whatever it was. Yep. Technology-wise or TV-wise, right? Is that right? Yes, it was, uh, I think it was that initially was their television that was broken. I think so. Because Ricky yeah. can yeah. fix anything. He can. He can absolutely he fix it. Tell me about now, Ricky yeah. is, Ricky, I made Ricky my vice president. I don't know if you know that or not, but he's the vice president. He's my vice president, so that makes him executive vice president of this ministry. And uh, he, he just, he's done so much. He's mm -hmm. been in the, I was going to say in the war. No, he's been in the Army for... <laughs> A couple of years. That's right. And jumping out of airplanes, which I didn't approve of. <laughs> we but didn't either. He jumped out of so many airplanes and and almost killed himself one time. But uh, he stopped jumping out of airplanes. He's here. That's he's right. full time, and he's developing a new phase of our network mm -hmm. into the social media of this world like yes. nothing ever before. And uh, he's taking over and helping me. And, you know, I, I was the one who helped. In fact, I helped start Christian television. Yes. I started the first Christian TV show, which was the 700 Club. Yeah. Hosted it for eight years. And then I started PTL Television Network and Heritage USA. And, and we started with the first satellites. There was only two satellites probably in the whole country. And we were one of the first satellites in the world. But it, so... I didn't know anything about any of them, but I, had, I brought people around me that knew. And we, I just had this belief we could do anything. Mm -hmm. And so right now, we're moving into a whole new network. And in fact, we're already on Roku, which is about 90 million homes. Amazing. Which is, I, is I, would you call it social media, Ricky? I'm it's sorry. It's a streaming platform, yes. Streaming, streaming platform, yes. And I don't, I don't even know that world, Ricky. I, I mean, it's just, it's just so... You know, you guys probably know it better than I do, even you, doctor. But Ricky has knowledge in that world, and already, and within a few months, we're going to be on one of the most amazing new networks that the government really won't be able to shut down. Of course, they can shut down anything with what the government is, if it's evil. That's mm -hmm. why we've got to have the right people yeah. in office, like mm -hmm. you. So... Dr. Bryce, we're just thrilled. You're our guest today, and we, we haven't really got to you, but you're currently serving in the Kansas House of Representatives. You said that you and your colleagues were able to override the governor's veto on several pro-life and pro-family bills this season. Wow. And tell us about working in the State House of Representatives. You were, you were on Fox News. You've made news so much that you're on Fox News. In fact, I, I feel like maybe running that. Ricky, do you think the control room has that? Yes, we have it. We can run My it right control room has miracles. Hey, <laughs> Could you run that piece with, with him from Fox News, and then we'll talk about it. Dr. Bryce, I had the pleasure of meeting you twice out at a pro-life event in Kansas, and I was so moved by your story. There were eyes in the room that were not dry when you shared it. You were in a hospital. You're a medical doctor. 
You heard a code blue, and tell us what happened. Thank you, Kaylee. It's great to be here. Yes, um, I was a medical resident uh, practicing. I was on call for the neonatal intensive care unit when there was a code blue in the operating suites. And so I went expecting to see uh, some sort of a cardiac arrest or something like that. But it wasn't anything like I imagined when I burst into the room. Uh, the patient, female patient, was awake. She was on the operating table. The surgeons, the nurses weren't saying anything to me. And then I heard just to my right uh, in the corner on a metal table was a premature infant, a baby boy, mm. who was crying. And then I realized in just a second that uh, this had been an abortion where the baby had slipped out of the womb before he was dismembered. And so because mm. he was set aside to possibly die, but he wasn't, he was too tough to die. This, this guy did the seemingly impossible. He survived his abortion. So he was too tough to die. I took him into the neonatal intensive care unit, cared for him for uh, about a day before he did die. But uh, it just stunned me that it was possible for a baby to survive an abortion. And I thought it was just a one-off that uh, surely it didn't happen very often, but as luck would have it, I was working at doing research with the Department of Public Health a few weeks later when I talked with the public health director about this and he agreed to do a study and see how frequently babies are born alive after abortion. And to my shock, uh, we found 27 cases over the three year study wow. where babies were born alive after abortion in our county. And so extrapolating that nationwide, it's just very much a more common occurrence than most people even realize. So when Democrats say we don't need Born Alive Protection Act legislation, of course a doctor is going to help a baby that's alive. You showed up in a room with a code blue. No doctor was helping that baby. They, they literally were just leaving that baby to die. Is that right? Right. The, it's, wow. It's, if, think of yourself for a minute just as an abortion provider, and you're, you're paid basically to take the life in the womb, and then the baby somehow comes out alive, you, you, you immediately have a conflict of interest. And yeah. uh, you either have to treat the baby as a newborn baby and with all the care for that gestational age, or maybe set the baby aside, like in my case with that patient, to uh, hope the baby dies, or God forbid, uh, take the life of the baby, as we've heard some reports in the past. Yeah. But the good news is Kansas did pass the Born, Born Alive Infant Protection Act uh, we overrode the governor's veto with a supermajority, bipartisan. It was a great thing. And now there is only one option in the state of Kansas when a baby is born alive after abortion, and that is to care for that baby just as you would any baby of similar gestational age and condition. Wow. Dr. Bryce, uh, I'm so glad you overrode the governor's veto. And that little baby's life that you held in your hands, that baby's life mattered. And that baby's life is now saving other babies' lives. Thank you so much, Dr. I Bryce. I hope so. Thank you, Kaylee. Amazing. Wow. When that happened, you, you were able to help save a baby's life. You, you really believe in life. I mean, you're a pro-life doctor. Absolutely. You believe doctors are meant to help people, not hurt people, right? Correct. I think that event, I was, I was nominally pro-life at that point, but when I held that little boy in my hands, Yeah and I cared for him, and I heard him cry, and I saw him struggle, yeah. I became, mm. something changed in my way of thinking and in my heart where I was not just nominally pro-life. Mm. I am 
I don't know the term, uh, very pro-life. Yeah. Yeah. And so when this bill came before the Kansas House of Representatives, uh, as a, as a first-year legislator, it was almost unheard of that someone would, a, a first-year guy would carry a, uh, a, a very weighty bill like that on the House floor and do the debates. But, but because of my, the story that I had, I, I was given that by the House leadership. And uh, it was just a, a high honor for me to carry that bill. And th during the debates and, and, and afterward, the thing that struck me, Jim, was the other side does not want to care for a living child who's struggling right before right. them that is alive. Right. And wow. that, uh, they are viciously opposed. They are emotionally opposed. I had uh, phone calls from uh, people who'd worked with some of the abortion providers, and they were, mm. they were very right. uh, vicious right. wow. toward me. Mm -hmm. and so, but, I, but through the grace of God, we were able to have a uh, bipartisan override of the governor's veto. Wow. The governor is very uh, pro-abortion, and uh, uh, we were able to pass that over her veto. And I think it was a victory yes. for the kingdom yes. of God. Amen. Amen. Have you been? Have you had people come against you since then? Absolutely, the, mm -hmm. Jim. I know you know this, but the the what impresses me so much is that the mass media and the majority of the mainstream media is so vicious and so politically political agenda oriented mm -hmm. that they will make up. And I'm sorry to say, I, I wouldn't have said this two years ago, but they will make up. They will lie. Yeah. They will promote their agenda. They are propaganda wing for the forces that are against Christians. Right. And so when you, when you support life and you support and you stand against that onslaught, you, you stick your head up a little bit. Yeah. And so that you, you're liable to get some pot shots, you know, right. as yes. you very well know. Yes. And uh, so, yes, I have had uh, people, uh, but I, I wear that as a badge. Yeah. I, that, doesn't, that doesn't make me timid at all. That makes mm -hmm. me more invigorated mm -hmm. to fight even They even want harder. to destroy mm -hmm. the Bible. They want to destroy the people of the Bible because we believe in life. Mm -hmm. And we believe that, you know, God created, you That's know, and he created thing. a man and a woman. Yeah. Now they say it's about 50 different species now <laughs> instead of man and woman. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to forgive me for jumping into this this quick, but but what do you think about what, what's going on with with the, this sex change operation for children? Oh, oh. that was a hot, hot topic yes. in the Kansas House of Representatives this year. And we uh, fought against people who, who accused me and others like me of killing transgender children because we will not let them have surgery or we want to pass laws to not let them have surgery in sterilization before they become an age of maturity. Mm -hmm. We had a law, we had a bill in the Kansas House that would have prohibited the sexual mutilation, I'll call it, That's what it of, is. of yeah. underage children until age 18. And we're not even saying after age 18, you know, you're considered an adult, you can go to war, uh, okay, you can make some decisions for yourself, but kids under the age of 18, right. where it's a psychological problem, and how, how many other diseases are there where we treat psychological problems by, by killing healthy tissue and disrupting healthy bodies to treat a psychological problem, to reinforce a psychological problem. So it was just a no-brainer for me, but these people do become very emotional. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a strong, strong push, and right now for the transsexual 
uh, LGBT agenda, which right now is the transsexual. And uh, uh, so we, we are fighting not only pro-life issues, but the, that agenda. We also had a bill, I'll just bring up, where we define man and woman. And I thought it was going to be fairly non-controversial. I was on the Health and Human Services Committee, and, and in the state law of Kansas, it mentions, <clears throat> excuse me, men, this and that, and women, this and that, but it never says what a man or a woman is. And in order to interpret the law appropriately, in the Supreme Court of Kansas to interpret the law, you have to have a definition of what man is and woman is because you have it written in the laws. Right. And so we just said, okay, we're going to do our best. We're going to define, you know, you would think it's common sense. Yeah. Right. But uh, we would define uh, a man is, is uh, biological male at birth. <laughs> a female is biological female at birth. And you would have thought that we were insulting people's grandmothers the way they acted. <laughs> you know, it, it was vicious attack against mm. that. People were, and I, I, I don't even know what to think of this, but during the hearings they would even have, people convulsing on the floor mm. with almost manifestation of things. Mm -hmm. This was yeah. such yeah. a spiritual yeah. type battle. Right. And I think people, yes. people need to know that in your churches, sure, there are spiritual battles, and we battle against the forces of evil. That's but in a place like the state legislature, where millions of people's lives are affected, and the abortion agenda can be nullified, and different, there is a very strong spiritual battle. So wow. please, please pray for the legislators there yes. are many many yes. strong pro-life pro-conservative christian legislators and we need to hold them up in prayer because they can really face some opposition that was yes. like a demon manifestation it oh, was jim you that's not the only time i've had people attack with hexes trying to put hexes on me chanting in strange languages and yeah. and i mean i hate to even bring this up because it, i sound like a kook but I, it's absolutely true it absolutely <laughs> happened yeah. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this special message. I want to thank you for watching the Jim Baker Show today. We want to encourage you to stand with us. If you want to support a message of the last days, we bring great men and women of God, the prophets of God, to this program every day. We need to stay on the air till Jesus comes. I need your support today. That monthly giving will keep us on the air. Times are tough, but God's people can make anything happen. With God in, in unity, we can bring miracles to pass. A dollar a day, many are joining that club right now. We also have the Jubilee Club at $50 a month. And then we have my club, the President's Club, at $100 a month. I need your support. Pray about becoming a monthly partner. We are totally in the last days, but we must keep the message of the gospel going forth. We need your support. And I pray that if you have the ability today to give a one-time gift to keep the devil away and to meet our budget this month, we need help desperately. I'm going to personally, for my Social Security, I'm going to give a $1,000 gift today to the ministry. And I hope someone will join with me and give that one-time gift as well. But these monthlies will keep us going till Jesus comes if you'll just do that. So call me right now, 
888-888-1588. Remember that God loves you. He really does. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. And now, let's get back to the show. It's warfare against God. That's right. And thank God that you've stepped into this. And we need to encourage Christians to be in our government. Because there's such evil going on. Recently, the the government's been having hearings. And hearings about truth, you know. And it's just amazing how over half... The, the people in, in, in the government are anti-truth, anti-God. Mm-hmm. And they lie, and they lie on top mm-hmm. of each other and lie on, on, and lie and lie and lie. And you're fighting for life. I never thought, you know, because as you get older, you, you know, I, I've lived a long time now because I'm 83, but I, I can't believe that we worship the murder of babies. That's like a cult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when, when baby, you know, we, we have your two children here, and they're the best examples for life. That's right. I, I don't know anybody who wants to kill babies, but yeah. they do. They, they say it is the right to kill our offspring. Mm-hmm. This is not biblical. This is not a godly thing. And I can't believe when you're fighting for life that they fight you. Well, we have to keep in mind, and I always try to keep this in mind, they appear to be attacking conservatives. They appear to be attacking pro-life people. But really, what is being attacked is God's created order, and the creator uh, God is being attacked. And that's the only way the other side Mm -hmm. can basically get at God is by attacking his creation, especially uh, people. And, you know, John 10.10 says... The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That I couldn't summarize the other agenda any better than that verse. Exactly. They come to kill not only babies in the womb, but obviously babies that are already born. They come to destroy the destroy the family, destroy male and female, so that God's created order. All not just not it's just common sense. The the whole biology of mammals, not just people. It's male, female, male, female. That's how we reproduce. If these children have a sex change, can they have babies? That is uh, usually, that that can go either way. Uh, Now, you know, if they have have sex change and they remove their their, uh, gonads, I don't want to get too... It's all right. the weeds, but the testicles of the But I mean, if you cut a man's penis off, he's not going to be able to make babies, right? Right. That's obvious. And, and then so, they cut the women apart. Yeah. They take her breasts off. And so all of this, killing babies, killing insects, it, it'll stop the reproduction eventually of humanity. That's, that's anti-God. God created man and woman. God created the universe. And the first thing he said was be fruitful and multiply. Yeah. And the things that they're doing are destroying the ability to be fruitful that's and right. multiply. So it's anti-God. It is. Wow. This is, you've written a book called The Fingerprint of God. And I'll tell you, The Fingerprint of God is, is, is the, how we have birthed the children. I think the most amazing thing, you know, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll ask, you know, Brooke, who just had two babies. Isn't it amazing? Supernatural, honestly. That you you made in your body 
with the help of Ricky. Ricky had a little bit to do with it. But <laughs> you, you had, and they're beautiful children. Isn't it, does it make you feel like it's a miracle that? Yes, absolutely. And, and your, your children look just like your mother. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, but, the, but it, it is supernatural and it's, yeah, and it it's is. a God thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it is, it's a proud moment whenever you have a baby. You know, Maricela, you know, it, you're just beaming. And we, after I had Luke a year ago, in two weeks, it'll be a year ago, I just felt at peace and the peace of the Lord, you know, for weeks, yeah. even though they say it's the fourth trimester and it's so hard, but I just felt the peace of God, yeah. you know, carrying me through that time. Mm -hmm. And so it really is a supernatural yeah. and heavenly thing. Mm -hmm. so. You know, I just want to say about Ron, I, you know, first of all, we're Ron, really fanatics, aren't yeah, we? Absolutely. We're <laughs> fanatics for Jesus and we're fanatics for life. And you know, I can, I can go real deep, and I could go real deep with you, Ron, in the, in, as you said, in the weeds when it comes to this topic of, of abortion because yeah. of my story and yeah. what I lived through. And, and but I want to say this about your book. I love just when I opened it up, and I love what you said about the dedication. I always, when I get a book, I always look, who did they dedicate it to? I look at the front, I look at the back, I look, and then I start reading but here's what Ron said. The, this book is dedicated to all members of the church currently under attack around the world. Mm. To Christians unable to practice their faith and freedom without fear of um, convert or avert persecution, incarceration, or execution. Wow. We feel your pain. We grieve and bleed with you. We are one in the body of Christ. Amen. Wow. Now, we should have, be, we should feel, we're, right. we're the body of Christ. You're a, right. you're a physician, right. so you understand this so well. Well, when I, when we, Lydia is also almost a co-author of the book. <laughs> She's helped me so much. But when we were talking about, this is about a 20-year project. I, I would sit down with Lydia on the couch and we'd talk as kind of our, our uh, quiet time together. And mm -hmm. gradually ideas coalesced. We wrote the book. At the time we started writing this book, there was very little mm -hmm. overt. Uh, I mean, there, sure, in some areas in, in the Arab countries or maybe in China, there right. was persecution. Right. But in the United States, you yeah. know, we think we're persecuted if, you know, we, we struggle with the parking lot with the city or something, yeah. you know, yeah. not, not existential threats. But it was just on my heart that we need revival in the church because persecution is coming. Yes. And I think I don't want persecution to come and I don't want to predict it coming, but I feel in the last few years, especially just the rapid change, the rapid decline of institutions, That's right. the things that we rely on, that as, uh, you combine that with technology yes. that, that is available. And we have to prepare for a persecution of the church. Absolutely. And so what, what does that mean when we can't meet together? What right. does that mean when we can't uh, talk with people about Christ? Does that mean the church is destroyed? And the whole purpose of the book is to say, no, the church lives in the spiritual realm. Yes. It's the living body of Christ. Yes. It can never be destroyed, even though tyrannical powers could come against it to destroy wow. the buildings and the institutions. Right. right. Wow. I wanted we to talk to about This book is amazing and uh, you talk about the essence of life in chapter six, and we kind of we've been talking about that. Can you mention, talk a little bit about chapter six, the essence of life? Well, I think you, 
one of the yeah, things you tell the story I've read the book yeah, you read the book you read the book but no, what I'm saying what, what the, it's in here the story that Ron that you were on with Kaylee on Fox News that right. story is is this right. chapter right here and that when I was taking care of that little aborted boy mm. uh, the baby that was alive and we were in the NICU neonatal intensive care unit mm -hmm. and it it's it's a it's a surreal uh, environment in some of these units. It's it's dark except you have spotlights. It's kind of like a TV studio. The spotlights mm -hmm. on the little baby. There are machines. There are noises. They're twirling and different things. And so I, I remember one night. It was the middle of the night, and I I had him there in that uh, I'll just say bassinet, but it's a warming bed. Yeah. And I felt like the whole universe to me was focused on that one life. And mm. I, I was thinking, this little boy, his mother will never know him. Mm. He will never have children. All of his offspring are killed along with him. That's right. And because he was going to die. And um, I, I prayed to God that his life would somehow matter someday right. and have meaning. And so as Kaylee McEnany wow. was kind She's enough to sad. say on that Fox News interview, right. maybe this little boy's life, even though it was Mm -hmm. a day or less old, maybe yeah. it had some meaning because yeah. it can help save who knows how many other babies. That's exactly and so right. God, God uses horrible, horrible situations mm -hmm. to, for, his, for his will That's and for right. his good. That's and so we right. have to always keep that in mind. And for me, I'm, uh, Lydia can tell you, I'm an eternal optimist. Yeah, I, everything could be going wrong, and I'm happy. I'm, hey, we have, <laughs> we have a possible, uh, potential here, you know. Yeah. So I, even though uh, things seem to be going wrong, we have to never despair. That's right. Because right. If, to despair is, means to doubt God. Yeah. I think. Yes. And so we, we need to keep faith that God can use these events, yeah. use what he's given us in our hand. All we have to do is whatever God has put in our hand, Amen. we do it with all of our might. Yeah. We're Amen. not even responsible for the mm. outcomes. Mm -mm. You know, a lot of times we think, well, God has led me to start this business so that XYZ. Mm -hmm. You don't know. Maybe he led you to start that business so you will meet this person and this person and his will will be done even if the business goes bankrupt, you know, or, or something bad. So we just need to never despair. And so I'm thankful for this little boy's life. Yeah. I, I, I would have much preferred that he had lived, but maybe his life will be meaningful. Absolutely. It is. It is. Absolutely. This book is about the church not as a business, but a living spiritual entity you talk about. Yeah. And the church is probably the most important organization mm -hmm. on earth is mm -hmm. the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And I want you to get this book. It's the church is a living body. And this is a man who's a medical doctor, but he's also a, a politician, you might say, in the State <laughs> House of Representatives. <laughs> In Kansas, you're semi-retired, but yet you still are a doctor. You're now, still you're too young to be retired, Ron. Now, let me just get oh, this you. straight. You. Okay, because you're younger than me, so you're too young to be retired. But, All right. but in, in his semi-retirement, he's opened uh, the coffee business. You actually roast coffee, right? We do. I grew, up in coffee. A, I grew up in a town called Coffeeville. Kansas, yes. when, and when I would uh, move to Texas and practice medicine, people would say, where are you from? I would say, Coffeeville, and they, 
almost invariably they would say, well, they must have good coffee there. Uh -huh. yeah. But right. they didn't. <laughs> they didn't have coffee. <laughs> they did. so, so when we moved back five or six years ago, we decided uh, through a series of events, we're going to make Coffeeville coffee. And we want to use it to promote what we believe in. Yeah. We want to promote yeah. the town of Coffeeville, of course. But what we have done, we have created, actually through the help of Ricky, That's who's right. our roaster who's created That's this right. roast, Coffeeville Coffee has made Morningside Coffee. Wow. And Morningside, yeah. thank you. <laughs> wow. And what we want to do, and tying it in with the book, uh, if you would like to, uh, a lot of people like coffee. I love coffee. Yes. And so actually. So does your daughter. Yeah. 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 She, she loves, loves coffee. coffee too. Uh, but <laughs> I, we have your coffee on the set yeah, today. Yeah, we, we have our coffee. And, and this, is, uh, this is something we're doing with Morningside so that proceeds go toward uh, Morningside Ministries, but this also... This is really good coffee. Thank, uh, thank Ricky. He's the one who <laughs> created the rose. You're, you created this, Ricky? Yes, I did, with the help of the uh, Google and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot of research on I've, what good this coffee is my, look like. Yeah. Today is the first time I've seen this. This is called Morningside Coffee, and uh, I know I was tasting coffees and things when Ricky was That's going right. through all of this, and and... I like a, 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 a smoother coffee. Uh -huh. that's, this is a smooth it's coffee. Smooth. That's, that's, I really like this. Well, it's your signature coffee. It's the mm. one you loved. That's and right. And you know, uh -huh. on, the, uh, on the website, on the, on the web page, we have put your story, Jim, of your first cup of coffee. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> I know if you that. remember that. Oh. <laughs> yes, of Absolutely. course. Absolutely. I'll okay. never forget. It's the story. Uh, we, we wanted to put it on the package, but it was just uh, a little too wordy. But... Uh, uh, we, want, we would like anyone who, who wants to be a subscriber for Coffeeville Coffee and, and much of the proceeds go to Morningside. But we also, uh, I just want to give away the book. And so wow, we will, amazing. as a free gift, uh, wow. those who want to subscribe, get a monthly coffee, support Morningside, uh, I would love you to have the book in, so what as just they, a gift. When they order the coffee, what did they get? This, well, is this, what's yeah, in this, this? This is ground. It's... Uh, Coffee from Mexico. It's organically grown. We've done uh, the best packaging possible. It's compostable packaging. And uh, we, you get a monthly subscription until you cancel. And so we try to throw in a little free gift once in a while. And the first gift will be the book. Aww, That's awesome. Love it. Yeah, I love the book. And so, Dad, what we've done today, Dad, is we have actually launched an affiliate site. So we've been bringing individuals, businesses who are partnering with our ministry to keep the voice of the prophets broadcasting into your homes every day. And so you guys have just joined us on our website. You go to our website, Jim Baker so you're, Show. You're shipping right from from yes. Coffeeville. From Coffeeville. Coffee from Coffeeville. Coffeeville. That's yeah. right. From it your, does. Your factory. It does. Yeah. You're roasting coffee. it fresh every Roast month. Roast it right there with Ricky's recipe and chip it out uh, fresh. Wow. And you know this book is the value of this book. By the time you ship it, That's it would right. be twenty five dollars. Yeah. And you're getting it shipped, mm -hmm. so you're getting the book free, and ship. No shipping on any of this. It's twenty five dollars for the for the coffee. Wow. That's right. So I don't know how much coffee is in there. Does it's, it say? You're, 
Yeah, so I'll say, so your first bag of coffee, I want to reiterate this, that you will get the book upon your first bag. So the book will be shipped at the same time your mm -hmm. first bag is. That's that we right. can enjoy your coffee and enjoy your book at the same time. Yes, mm -hmm. and it's a 12-ounce bag. So as you see it right here, it's which is amazing. I'm like, it's a 12-ounce bag that it even has right here, which I love. You guys have done just excellence. I have Thank to say, you. I've never seen anything done with such excellence as you two have done. It says you can make it. Breakfast blend, start your morning. <laughs> it's start you. Your can start your morning with a cup of you can make it <laughs> and your afternoons with jim baker so while you're watching the show while you're all watching the jim baker show grab your cup of coffee join us as we study the word together but it's now available on our website right now you go to our website jimbakershow.com and you're going to click on the affiliate link which is the coffeeville coffee and you can order the coffee which is 12 ounce bag and then you're going to receive on your first time order you're going to receive the book the church as a living body fingerprint of god will be included in that first offer when you order there at jimbakershow.com yes but that this does two great things this helps the ptl television network allowed to continue to broadcast yes. but it also puts ron in a position where he can pass more pro-life yes. bills pro-america bills pro-conservative bills pro Christian values in the Kansas state. So this wow. is really supporting a, a dual ministry. Yeah, That's right. You know, Ricky, I, I've, this last few months, I am so strong on supporting Christian businesses. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's we right. have to. And if we don't to. do this, yeah. we're, we're supporting mm -hmm. evil. Yes. You know, and, and I've, I've never really taken a stand against businesses. No, you really have But these businesses now that are... <laughs> are standing up mm -hmm. for evil. That's right. Mm -hmm. That we, in, in Disney, you know, Disney has lost billions yeah. and billions and billions of dollars because they have taken a stand against Christianity, really. And the yeah. family. And yeah, the family. family. Yeah. They're supposed to be family. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're, they're sponsoring things that would cause children to have sex changes at right. starting in kindergarten to, to educate them for that. Yeah, that's right. Growing up, I, I've never seen you, uh, you know, against any companies. But whenever companies blatantly started saying we love Satan, you know, Satan loves these particular things and broadcasting it in their stores, that's when Christians really have to say, you know what? It's time to put my foot down. Yeah. It's time to take a stand. It it's time to start supporting real Christian companies that now, hold the same values. I right. would never take a stand like against Target. But Target has taken a stand mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. sex change in gay for little ba for little babies, little yeah. teeny babies mm -hmm. to wear, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. all that sex change stuff in their in rainbow the colors and all the things they're doing. And it's unbelievable. Right. But, mm -hmm. you know, Grandma, you can't tolerate that. No, you Christian people cannot tolerate anymore. We have got to take a stand for Christianity because America is going to be a, a reprobate nation soon. In fact, it is now. So we, we, need, we need to make a big change. And we can elect yeah. people like yeah. Ron. They, well, you know, I don't know how you got elected with, in this wicked day. How did well, you do it? With the help of my wife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would just like to mention uh, the... Uh, the scripture that comes to mind as you're mentioning this is, I believe it's in 2 Kings chapter 7, where Israel was being attacked by the Syrians and there was these four lepers mm. in, in, that were, were ostracized in Israel. 
but they, everyone was dying of starvation. They were starting to even cannibalize their children and wow. eat them. They were dying. And the Syrians had, had, had surrounded them to where they had no food. And these four lepers, the, what they said strikes in my mind. They, they, said, they were in Israel, and they thought about going to the enemy camp, and they said, why sit we here until we die? Yeah. And that's, that's the attitude that I think I get as I get older is that's why I got into politics. That's why we're getting more involved in, in business. Why sit we here till we die? We look at, you know, our babies, Luke and Jacqueline, our other grandchildren, the world that they will grow up in. Right. We need to take a stand now. Yes. We need to be strong. We need to uh, be sensitive to what God has for us to do in the world today. Amen. Yeah, I believe that's, Amen. that is the word for our generation, grandparents. Why sit we here until we die? Yeah. yeah. If we don't do something now to make a difference for our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, who will? That's right. That's right. If not now, when? We have to stand up and yeah. be bold. The righteous are bold as a lion. Yes. The wicked flee when no one's pursuing them, right. is what Scripture says. And so we have to rise up. And not rest on our laurels and not relax our efforts. We have to get in the fight, even yeah. if we are older. Thank you, Jim, for staying in the fight. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for staying in the fight. Well, you know, the, there's a war against good and evil today. And if the other side has their way, the church will be gone. That's right. That's Thousands of churches are closing every year. Mm -hmm. There is a war against God and God's church. Mm -hmm. And wow. uh, Ron's book is about that war. Mm -hmm. The church is a living body, he said. Amen. And this is the fingerprint of God. You're going to love the book. And uh, you, if you're going to get this book free when you start offering. or Just go, go to our website and offer the yeah. coffee bill from Coffeeville Coffee Company. Made in Coffeeville, Canada. I love that. That's right. And you can make it. You can make it is the name of this and coffee. Jim, at the bottom, it says, as Jim says, God loves you. He really, he really does. does. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so the daily yes. reminders that you need, you can yes. make it, and God loves you. He, he really, really does. does. That's, right. That's right. We need those daily reminders. Yes, we do. We? Okay, so Jim's just, uh, sorry, everybody. He's just processing this, looking at this. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time we've seen in that packaging ourselves. And so he, he's sitting here going, whoa. Yeah, I was just looking where you I can know. make it is on here. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I will say, Mondo, Mondo, you are a professional coffee drinker. If there's anyone I know that loves coffee, be you. So I'm going to put you on the spot here. Yeah, he's Boy, taking that bag right yeah, look there. look at my... I'm going to put you on the spot right here. Sometimes you have no words. You just have to put it in your pocket. Yeah. Mondo. <laughs> yeah. If you're drinking a black cup of coffee right now, I want to yeah. give you your honest opinion on what you think about you that. You know, uh, I love the fact that this coffee does not taste bitter. Right. By any means. It. Yeah. It's, it's not bitter. No. no. It is delicious. I don't know how you so made good. it not bitter. I'm going to be you. one of the first customers because I love coffee. That's awesome. Yeah. And Thank you. I love for what you stand for. Yes. I believe that you are a life changer. You're Amen. a decision maker. And I want to tell you something. Nikki Cruz in 1973 had an urgent message for the church. And that is the one that you're standing for. Do not walk away when the battle gets heated. That's right. Stay in the fight. 
And the way we stay in the fight in 2023 is put your money where your mouth is. Yes. And I want to tell you something. Amen. That is the way we can speak up as Christians, mm -hmm. is being able to support businesses like Coffeeville, yes. but most importantly, support the politicians that have your values, they have your best interests, mm -hmm. yes. and most importantly, are not afraid to preach the gospel of Amen. Jesus Christ in their field because we need voices like you, Mr. Ron, that will speak for the nation, that will speak for the church, yes. and that are not going to be afraid, but are going to be courageous and stand for what the Bible says, and that is life on behalf of our generation, yes. my kids. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for standing. Amen. Thank you. you know, Ron, you should have put on the bag. Oh, boy. <laughs> blended by Ricky Baker. <laughs> The Ricky Baker brand. Maybe that'll be a yeah. special edition. Yeah. <laughs> and this, I will, one thing I want to say for the coffee drinkers out there, this is all small batch, so this isn't something that's going to uh, sit on a shelf for a long period of time. When the order is received, the order is then roasted, put in the package, and sent. That's amazing. Wow. wow. It's the freshest coffee you will ever oh, look, at you, look at who's holding it. Hey, that was, the, that was this morning. Holding. That was this morning, yep. Pa Paul paused, Jacqueline calls Ron. Papa <laughs> came, delivered coffee that to us, baby, and she was ecstatic. That's Jacqueline, Ricky, Ricky and Brooke's baby. Girl. Uh, yeah. Who is? is a spirit-filled child. I mean, she just, she just is just just abundant of joy she in, in that over. life. Mm -hmm. So, yes. so she's a great one to sell the coffee. Yes. So we, we're asking you to stand with us. You know, we're, this week we're talking about dig another well where we want to, you know, the enemy tried to put dirt in our well, and the Bible says you just dig it out. That's right. And we're Man. believing God that we're going to be able to stay on the air. Mm -hmm. And when you order the coffee, that's part of it. And when, you know, we had a, we still are trying to get our, all of our back orders caught up. We're going to do it with yeah. God's help. Amen. And uh, we've got a well here. We're even going to be pumping that up to this building so people will have that fresh living water Amen. in times of, you know, last day when, when perhaps power could go out. Mm -hmm. But we're, we're, we just believe that God has a plan. Amen? Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Please go to the uh, website, order your coffee, and get your uh, free coffee, get your free mm -hmm. book mm -hmm. as well. Okay. Or if you want to dig another well with me, you can go to... Uh, you just can, call us. Mm -hmm. You can just yeah. call our phone number, right, just call us. Maricela? Yes. yes, that's right. They can call our toll-free number. That's 1-888-988-1588. Or you can also do your giving on our website, jimbakershow.com. Make sure to go and check out all the affiliates that we are putting together for you. We're adding new ones like today all the time. We're looking for great businesses who believe in what this ministry is doing, who believe in your values. Now is the time for us to stand together to support one another. You can do that by going to our website, jimbakershow.com. Go and order your coffee and receive a free book with your order today. We have to go. I want to thank all the family for being with me today. <laughs> Remember that God loves you. He really does. Bye-bye for today. Bye-bye. We love you. Thank you for watching today's program. Will you pray about standing with us by calling 1-888-988-1588? That number again is 1-888-988-1588. Or you can connect with us on our website at www.jimbakershow.com. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Stand with us as we continue to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world.